This is a HeadGum Podcast. Welcome to Who Weekly, the podcast where you'll learn everything you need to know about all the celebrities you don't. I'm Bobby Finger. I'm Lindsay Weber. And this is an interaction that I saw on Twitter recently. (laughs) Someone named Destiny Huffman says, I think I love onions more than at Bella Thorne does sort of meh face. Bella Thorne quote tweets it and, and adds, that's not true in all caps. The implication being that she loves onions more than Bella Thorne does, which means that Bella Thorne probably loves onions more than anyone. Well then hold on. You thought that it ended there. It didn't. Um, Liana Liberato, who was in the Chloe Grace Moretz film, If I Stay, joined the party and said, not going to lie, I'm pretty sure I love onions the most. Literally with every meal, heart eyes emoji. Anyway, this is just some sort of (laughs) hell that I walked into this morning, (laughs) and I wanted to share it all with you. What does that mean to have onions with every meal? Like a side of onions? Like raw onions? I mean... In terms of foods you could have with every meal, onions could be one of those foods if you were that type of person. But it's like kind of also weird to ride or die for onions, like out of all things, like for like the staple onion, you know, you're just like, yeah, I love onions. And it's like, who doesn't love on who doesn't like onions? This one person just joined in the conversation, clearly just a fan, (laughs) responding to Liana Liberato saying, that's me with garlic, as though she's ride or die for garlic. Another food that people are usually ride or die for unless they have heartburn. It's like hard to be like, um, I don't like garlic. Yeah. I mean, of course, now we're going to get people like, like, oh, I don't like onions. I don't like garlic. It's like, fine. You exist. I see you. This fan has Bella Thorne as her avatar. And the response is, <laughs> I love red onions. Fry the chopped onion in olive oil and put it on sliced bread. You will love it very much. Wait, so, hold on. Um, fry an onion, an onion in wait 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 she wants bella thorne to fry an onion in a pan and then put it on a piece of bread yeah <laughs> then we have at zoe bunny carrot saying bella show us eating an onion like an apple on your next snapchat i just i'm still thinking about an onion sandwich that seems like something your parents would pack for you and you get bullied you know and you'd get called like onion sandwich for the rest of high school uh do you want to uh surprise surprise bobby has an anecdote about onions oh no um i my a very funny finger family story is my dad we were they were in like washington if you're familiar there's a town called walla walla washington for like some reasons that are not worth explaining but with my grandmother in like the 70s and probably soon after my parents got married and so this is him and his mother-in-law and my dad just like to find a topic of conversation to talk about was talking about how much he loved Walla Walla onions, which is like a sweet variety of onion. They're very, very sweet. Uh-huh. And so my grandmother, he just kept talking about how much he loved onions. And so my parents drove away. My grandma packed them a lunch. And my grandmother, trying to be kind, made my dad a Walla Walla onion sandwich with nothing else on it. <laughs> because that's how she understood that's how she understood his like passion for onions. So you're saying your dad is a regular um, Bella Thorne. Yes, what I'm saying is my dad and Bella Thorne have at least one thing in common. You or Jayla? Yo, yo, they wanna know. Hey. So we don't have to we don't have to take much time, but Lindsay, what are the um, what are the important things? What is the non-onion Bellathorn news? Oh my god! In the in the past, like 
in the past like three weeks, I feel like she has just been everywhere and also nowhere. Is that weird to say? Like she she was she was in she went to Cannes for some reason, which I cannot figure out because like mm-hmm. I don't think that she had anything to do there. She just went there, which is fine. Well, like was, Scott invited her. She's not the first. But why was Scott there? I mean, celebrities go to Cannes because that's where the other celebrities are. That's true. Okay, good. You point. go because it's it's like it's like Art Basel. So like, she you don't goes have to, be an to go to Cannes, and she's photographed with for one day with Basel. Wait, this was in Basel. No, this was no, in Cannes. No, I'm saying I said Basel, but it's Basel. Okay, thank you. I was thank correcting you. my pronunciation. Thank you, Basel Lerman. Okay, so she <laughs> goes to Cannes and she's spotted for literally one whirlwind day with Scott Disick. And it's kind of not a, it's not like, oh, we're mistaken. They were just friends hanging out. It was very clear that they had hooked up. It, you know, the photos were pretty... Yeah. Like hands on yeah. the asses, making out, um, hanging out know. with her sister. <laughs> they weren't As just canoodling. Do. It was like, you know, it was like full on whatever. There's full so on. so one day that full happens, and the full day was like a panic. Everyone's like in a panic mode about these photos. Like, oh my god, they're dating, and literally the next day he's spotted with another woman. Actually, the woman who he had supposedly cheated on Kourtney Kardashian with originally. This um right this whose name uh, stylist. I can't be bothered I can't look it up I refuse so then he's yeah. back with her and later Bella... he was seen with Sophia Richie right but Bella tweeted like Cannes is boring or something Cannes is boring that was on her way back though right yeah. and so she was like it's lame I didn't have any fun so it was funny and then so he was spotted with um. Uh, another woman the next day and then Sophia Richie the next day just to really stick it to us or me personally I felt like really you know fucked with it became so much and so overwhelming that it was almost no longer interesting like it he he went into overdrive to the point where it was like I can't even follow this anymore and I don't care I've just stopped caring about Scott Disick generally I it's so boring and then recently she got back with her ex or at least was spotted hanging out with her ex because I guess he had a birthday party that she went to and then they were hanging mm-hmm. out um but it's interesting because there Greg was a Sulkin, yes. not tyler posey no there was a blind item and it's kind of about how their relationship was fake the whole time which is a little scandalous oh. did you see this blind item mm. i didn't to, see the blind item. do you want me to read it please read it because i didn't see this it's kind of funny <laughs> it's also funny because do you ever you read the blinds sometimes they they use yeah um they use really weird stock photos for the photos in the post. So it's just a random mm-hmm. guy and a random girl like kissing in this photo. Anyways, I mean, it's just, it's yeah. just funny. They're how... usually like silhouetted. Yeah. Right. But it's just a picture. It looks like, it looks like a picture in a greeting card that you bought. That you have to throw away to put in your own picture. Okay. Here's the, here's the blind. Well, they were never a real couple to start with. I think you know why. So this is just more of that. But yeah, he likes the publicity and he can handle her crazy. So he'll just hang with her for a while. He knows she's just using him so it doesn't look like she got rejected by that reality star. But that's fine because he's using her too. Because she is even more famous now than when they dated before. She'll help him get a few hundred thousand followers on social media. Jesus. (laughs) This is the rudest gossip blind. I think you know why. <clears throat> and we can leave that. We can leave the rest of that unspoken. I think you guys know why. 
things sure seem to be heating up between Scott and Bella. The 33-year-old reality star was seen having some fun in the sun poolside with the 19-year-old actress in Cannes on Tuesday. Here's Bella cuddling with her rumored new beau and smiling from ear to ear after a dip in the pool, fully clothed. Yeah, I just, I need, I need to move on. I need you to explain this Rebel Wilson thing to me. <laughs> I do not understand it. I was in the same boat as you. What boat? The uh, SS? I don't understand this Rebel Wilson story. Like what? No, the, no, <laughs> the boat from the ferry from the ferry from Tasmania to Australia. We were on the same ferry from We were on the same ferry. Australia. Okay, okay, okay. Um, so while on my um, Fraser boat from Tasmania to Australia, I started thinking, I don't really understand this defamation case because here's the story from the very beginning. Rebel Wilson, a few years ago, while she was promoting Pitch Perfect 2, at the time, she was reportedly said to be 29 years old, right? So this is where I can't say she said she was 29 years old, because that's where things get murky. Basically, her IMDb page, her Wikipedia said she was 29 until she was in Pitch Perfect 2. And then this, like, very famous Australian tabloid called Women's Day, or Woman's Day, um published this item that said, no, her name is not Rebel Wilson. Her name is Melanie Bounds. She's not 29. She's 30-something. She's like 34, 35. Um, she did not grow up poor. She did not grow up with this like family of kooky named people. She grew up like rich, went to this private school in Australia, blah, blah, blah. And then the funniest part of this was at the time, they were like, she wasn't even the class clown. She wasn't even funny. And it was like, that's very rude. <laughs> that sort of ruins her whole identity. Um, no, but it's just rude to say that she wasn't funny. Like, who cares if she, she wasn't, wasn't funny. funny? But just that's to add insult to injury. Is that the right? To add right. injury to insult. It was, oh, you it was, got it right. I was about to say, thank oh, you. congrats. Thank you. Um, But it's just, it's rude to be like, she wasn't even funny. You don't freak, you she don't know her. Funny. Yeah. <laughs> So that happens. Um, it, it, I guess it, it got a lot of coverage. People were like, Rebel Wilson lied about her age, and her, and her name isn't even Rebel Wilson. And at the time, Rebel <laughs> never really responded to it. She like sent off some funny tweets like, yeah, I'm actually 100. I'm actually a mermaid, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> um, I completely forgot all about this um, up until, you know, a month ago, a few weeks ago, when this lawsuit was filed from Rebel Wilson against Bauer Media, the publisher of this magazine. And it was really hard for me to understand at first because she was suing them for defamation, but she wasn't saying she, they were lying. So, right, like they got the, the truth, but to... they defamed her. Right, which so is just like, called I didn't reporting. Really but what that you know, means. yeah. So, I finally this morning figured out what her actual claim is, like oh. what she actually claims they lied about. You figured which it out, isn't? This is again, please. I, I I hashtag I am not a lawyer. Um, hashtag I paid for this. Rebel <laughs> Wilson is claiming that she never claimed she was twenty nine. Rebel Wilson is claiming that she never claimed she was this person. So what? In the Woman's Day article, they say that in a conversation with Rebel Wilson, she said that she was twenty nine, and she said that she was. XYZ, which was proven fake. 
She's saying that was the defamation. So she, so okay, but she's but saying she, that Women's Day her, called her a liar. But her Wikipedia and IMDb all said she was 29. So even if they hadn't yes. said that she said she was 29, they could have just looked at all those things and said she was 20. The information that was put out there by yeah, someone, she's saying not her, said she was 29. She just let it lie. Exactly. But the, the defamation comes from, based on, as, as, as best I can tell, an actual conversation Woman's Day says they had with Rebel Wilson in which she, so they were doing their, I guess they were sort of doing their due diligence as reporters. They were like, okay, we got this yearbook that shows Rebel Wilson as like a significantly older person in a private school. And which her is, name is Melanie reporting, Bounds. whatever. Let's call, right. So let's call Rebel Wilson and see what she has to say about it. And so at the time, they claim Rebel said that she, no, she was 29. The, the history, as I've said, it stands. That's what they're saying the defamation is. Because Rebel is claiming that conversation never took place and that they branded her a liar when oh. she never confirmed or denied that stuff. Even though so she technically was putting out fake right. information so about herself. So she's not saying that she's not older and that she's not Melanie Bounds. She she's is. Saying and that she, she is. never told Australian that she wasn't. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? <clears throat> you get what I'm saying? I just love that that it's Rebel really... Wilson thought she could come to America and like con all of America. Just nothing from Australia would, no one from Australia would remember she had existed before she came to America and decided to be yeah. five years younger and a totally different origin story, you know? <laughs> yeah. She's also saying that, so because these articles about her age came out right around the time her most high profile movie was coming out, Pitch Perfect 2. All right, she lost jobs. Um, she's saying that it ruined her she's saying that it ruined her career that she stopped getting phone calls from her agents and from like other people she like the well dried up yeah they were like oh we thought she was 29 we thought she was 29 but now that we know she's 34 this she cannot voice this cartoon dragon we refuse to let her do that yeah that's that's basically what it was Mm -hmm. um anyway so that's what's going on this lawsuit is still happening um it's really funny there's a uh, a photo of her going to court in the Guardian, and she's surrounded by people holding up signs. Yeah, who hired these these protesters? Like, right, that's what I'm saying. I'm in Rebel's court. Rebel is pitch perfect. I'm in Rebel's court. Who, Rebel who is the these? best sport. So it looks like Rebel hired the. I mean, it looks like Rebel hired these people. There's these no like way that they were printed at the same place. I'm sorry, no one. These aren't like these are mass printed signs. These aren't like these are the signs fans? that someone made and gave out. <laughs> these are like no. These are like the Kendall Jenner signs that are like. <laughs> Um, the Pepsi sign. Join the conversation. <laughs> Remember the Pepsi ad? Join yes. the conversation. Imagine these, showing up to a protest for Donald these Trump. These ads like, were like... Up to, like his... <laughs> Imagine showing up to like the immigration ban protest and seeing signs that say, join the conversation. <laughs> these signs were like <laughs> workshopped by like a think like a think factory like in that rebel hired and then given out to strangers on the street. All these people holding up the signs look like they don't even know who Rebel Wilson is. And also, Rebel Wilson is holding a purse in the shape of a koala. No, these people were, like, waiting. These people were, like, waiting for the bus. And, like, they just handed out the signs and then, like, really walk by Rebel. And she walks by and they took a photo. I mean, there's no, these. this is the most unlikely um, protesting I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> but let me tell you, it makes her a beautiful photo. I'm just saying, imagine like, but imagine, imagine the type of fan you would have to be to ride or die so hard for Rebel Wilson that you're going to go to her like court date and stand outside with a sign. I'm sorry. There's just no person who does that. I'm sorry. I mean, we know that fandoms exist for every celebrity. Sure. But this is, (laughs) this, this fandom, I don't, I don't buy it. 
I don't buy it. Call me. If you're if you're a Rebel, Rebel Wilson fan, like to the point of this, give me a call. I want to meet you. <laughs> Actually, maybe I don't. I also love, I love the, uh, the, the category that these, these articles in The Guardian about Rebel Wilson are in. Because like legal. The vertical is, Aus- uh, no, Australian law. Australian What the law. hell else is an Australian, Australian law? law. I don't, are there laws in Australia? What a weird, like, what a specific thing. God, the top headlines in Australian law. Revolution, <laughs> Rebel Wilson family tells court she was right to claim they were bogans, which is a line, I, a word I only know from, uh, what the hell? Summer Wait, what's a, what's a bogan? Rebel Wilson, bogans. I don't know. I just know that Jamee said bogans a lot. Hold um, on. Yeah. Like, like moron, moron uh-huh. idiot. Then there's, God, actually, I can't really, I can't really make sense of any of this. And also, a lot of it seems really intense and dramatic, and I probably shouldn't be making jokes about it. So A bogan is a type of Australian um, that's stereotyped as trailer park trash and other lowlife names. Oh, my God. Wow. It's like a, it's like a redneck. Okay. Um, like a, like a redneck. I guess, unsurprisingly, Australian law, the Australian law section of The Guardian is pretty bleak. Um, <laughs> and then you've got some, I mean, it's. 20% Rebel Wilson and 80% like profound misery. <laughs> um, so I'm going to close this tab. <laughs> but I will say it's really funny. It's really funny to see this photo of Rebel Wilson and her paid protesters, <laughs> allegedly paid protester, allegedly by me, alleged by me, paid protesters, um, to <laughs> at the top of the page. And then when you see the story on The Guardian from a few days ago, it's another photo of Rebel going to court, but guess what? There are no protesters. I bet she realized that she could probably spice up the frame a little bit by having some protesters there. She called. She called, and she was like, "Photo is not nearly as exciting." She called. She called her publicist and was like, "I think we could use some profile, some some protesters here. Let's uh, <laughs> let's let's call in the protesters. These signs, I can't get over that they're um, literally math. They're all made by Rebel. <laughs> they look like she handmade them like before she went to court. Oh, this is so good. This is really good. Wow." Wow. Rebel is the wow. best um, sport. Who made that sign? That's not even good. <laughs> uh, okay. I, I'm in Rebel's court. Rebel <sighs> is pitch perfect. What is <sighs> the one on the back? Don't. Oh, my God. Don't, don't pitch slap Rebel. <laughs> okay. Um, we need to move on from Rebel, Rebel Wilson, but thank you best. so much for explaining Re- that. Rebel is the best sport. Rebel is the best sport. <sighs> oh, my oh, God. My God. Rebel God. is the best sport. If, like, That's if you're just now started to hit me. Yeah. Now, are your uh, what are your parents like that they named their children Rebel and Anarchy and Riot and and? Um, they're actually quite conservative. Really? <laughs> yeah. They're professional dog showers. Real? What kind of dogs? Um, beagles. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, I had a colorful childhood. Uh-huh. Is uh huh. Is, is your family funny? Or are you the only funny well, one? Well, I think my grandfather thinks he's funny. <laughs> Uh, his favorite show is The Naked News, which is a show they have in Australia. Um, and then he has a lot of Aboriginal jokes. Mm-hmm. Let's not hear them. Okay. Um, <laughs> that makes me nervous already. So, quickly moving on to this one Mark Kardashian tweet <laughs> that really made me laugh. Lindsay, provide some context because. So, all day, like, all, all day, this one day, us weekly etc were reporting that rob kardashian had moved. <laughs> all day this one day <laughs> this one day last week one day this week last week because it's monday technically but 
Um, all the magazines were reporting that Rob Kardashian was dating this new woman. Her name is Megan James, which is spelt like, you know, when you're like meh, like, oh, is something good? You're like, eh, meh. It's, it's spelled, M-E-H. It's spelled M-E-H-G-A-N. Who spells their name like that? That's so strange. 65% of the tabloids got the spelling wrong. Wait, so like m- Megan was misspelled all over the place. Wait, wait. It's, is it spelled M-E-H? M-E-H is correct. That's a thing. M-E-H-G-A-N. Right. M-E-H is correct. If honestly, yes. if you told me that this girl's name was spelled M-E-H-G-A-N, I would say, no, it's not. I would just change it to the way that I want to spell it. <laughs> that sound, that looks like a misspelling. Anyways, this woman, Megan James from Bad Girls Club, which is a reality show on Oxygen, um, which I think a lot of people at some point were into for a while. Um, they said that yeah. they were dating, whatever. And so Rob tweets a really good tweet, just really good tweet. But no, they it wasn't she they said that they were dating. A lot of them were doing it. They were doing the full on five things to know about this person. Of course they were because no one knew person. who it she was. was. A, an onslaught. Any an opportunity onslaught to any opportunity to give five things, they're gonna give five things. Even if it's just a rumor. So Robert Dashian tweets, wait. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> it's so good. Wait, reading online about some chick I'm dating, Megan something, he spells her name wrong too. Not true. Never <laughs> even met her or heard of her before. <laughs> it's honestly, this tweet is the best thing Rob Kardashian has done since like have a baby. The best know? part is the replies to this tweet are people telling Rob Kardashian who the girl is that he's not dating. So someone <laughs> writes, she's Megan James. She's a reality star and she's been on Bad Girls Club and Bad Girls also basketball, basketball wives LA. That's who she is. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much for that information. I went to Megan I went to Megan James's Twitter. Want to know what her most recent tweet is as in yesterday? No, 2 days ago, June 2nd. What? Is it how to spell her name? What? <clears throat> no, it's I love gay guys. <laughs> LOL. I just walked by. I I just walked by and this one, this one. Oh my god. LOL. I just walked by and this one was like, "Yes, easy breezy beautiful bad bitch." Um a million crying tears of joy emojis honestly that's funny. i love gay guys that's funny though megan james is a friend well megan james celebrating pride month and doesn't even know it i mean honestly like megan whoever james. that person was it's really funny that's really funny it was me it was you it was me the thing is megan doesn't know that i did that easy breezy beautiful um, bad bitch bobby finger oh my god who's next our last topic before moving on. oh god no it's a second to last topic i can't believe we have to talk about the thing after we talk about this thing but um so we have uh hannah bronfman whom we've never really discussed in the podcast before have we which is a no. shock to me no because she seems She's like somebody been... we'd be super into oh yeah absolutely so hannah bronfman is um a 29 year old uh sort of like heiress heiress mm-hmm. to the seagram's fortune mm-hmm. and also her her parents are famous in the music industry as well for reasons that uh, warner music group ceo yeah former oh and her mom sherry brewer was in shaft former. okay yeah whatever so hannah bronfman was has sort of been on like the new york city socialite scene for a really long time because she's, oh, f- you know she's young she's cute her parents are rich mm-hmm. um what were you gonna say no i just remembered that her brother Benjamin Bronfman used to date MIA. It's a it's a it's a twisted web of no, her who's brother, who's. Her brother is MIA's uh the father of MIA's baby. Oh my god. And they used so they were her engaged. Brother impregnated but they MIA. never but they never got yeah. married. Okay. Yeah. And Hannah used no, to date um such luminaries as Asher the rapper Roth. Asher Roth. Yeah. 
Um, Asheroth, who you might remember from, never mind, you wouldn't remember him. <laughs> yeah, so she has this new DJ boyfriend, Brendan Fallis. The description of this in this, like, him in this bride's piece that I copied and pasted from, they describe her as a DJ, model, and fitness blogger. And then they describe him as also a DJ, model, and fitness blogger. <laughs> can you imagine having that That's many really things in common? Like, can you even imagine meeting somebody and having that many things in common with them? You're also a DJ? You're also a model? You're also a fitness blogger? Ugh. <laughs> My God. Oh, we gotta go to Morocco and get married. Oh my God, I would literally marry that person. Get married for four days immediately. It's like, what could else could they have in common? They both love onions. Like, I don't even know. (laughs) Throwback. No, they both love garlic. (laughs) You love garlic. You also love garlic. (laughs) Oh my God, you eat garlic even though it gives you heartburn. Okay. Oh my God. So these wait, but they also like art because they met at Art Basel. Wait, they love. They love. You like art. They like art. To be fair, these four very unusual things to happen to two people at once is they should get married. They deserve each other. The wedding was out of control. The wedding was four days. The wedding was in Morocco. The wedding was like Hannah Bronfman wore 70 outfits over the span of these four days. Um, and I, everyone wrote about it. Every single publication wrote about this wedding. Hannah Bronfman was suddenly thrust back into the spotlight after it's kind sort of, of a few years wild in that the darkness. So many people wrote about it. it, almost to the point where I'm like suspicious of Hannah Bronfman fame is sort of like not early internet, but like early blogging, early internet yes. as we know it today. Yes, where it was like, oh, we. It's sort of like why Tinsley Mortimer is famous again too, because it's like people were excited to see her again because she was such a central figure you know, seven years ago. Socialite. And now she's back. Socialite fame is interesting. We don't have, I don't know if we really have one of those types today. Like who is the most famous socialite person today? Well, now they're not socialites. They're Instagram models. They're Instagram. Right. Right. Okay. You're right. Okay. You're right. So there's more, Um, there's more like crossover to do actually to do something slash just make Instagrams or whatever, as opposed to going to parties and getting photographed. What 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 can we say about this wedding? What what is there to say about this wedding? Um, let's see. Um, it was a spectacularly over the top ceremony that brought out a number of high profile bloggers and Insta girls, including Bella Hadid's best friend and roommate Liv Perez. So hold on, not Bella Hadid. Bella Hadid's best friend and roommate Liz Liv Perez. That's all I gotta say. Did you look up Liv Perez? Who is Liv Perez? No, absolutely not. No, I don't care. I don't care. Talking about roommates of tremendously famous people who travel the world all the time has always seemed like such an unimportant thing because it's not like Bella Hadid and Liv Perez are like in their pajamas watching Netflix together and cooking also, dinner. Bella Hadid's right. always somewhere else. Unless, roommate doesn't mean anything. Unless you're literally closeted and your roommate is your secret lover, I don't care about your roommate ever. I will never care <laughs> about your roommate. Do you know what I mean? Like that is the only good thing about a roommate reference. Also... Um, other Hannah Bronfman things, Bobby's favorite thing about her that I told him that he really liked for some reason was um, she had an app called Beautified that she raised like $1.3 million for that just mysteriously disappeared. Well, I knew she had an app. I knew about Beautified because Beautified was sort of a hot app a few years ago. Was it? Because it was Only like... Only you know about hot apps also. A lot of people... Are you kidding? You're the one who's always learning about apps. Yeah, but um, I don't know about hot apps. I just download the apps that like... I download like... <clears throat> Roller coaster tycoon on my iPhone and stuff like that. 
Okay, okay, we gotta stop now before you start talking about Roller Coaster Tycoon. <laughs> hey, for let me tell minutes. you about Roller Coaster um, Tycoon. It's worth but every I penny. Thought I like couldn't. I could not stop laughing at this because the app, which I had heard of, which is like you basically use the app and you get last minute like beauty appointments. So someone can come and do your hair. Someone can come do your makeup mm-hmm, on the app. Mm-hmm. And I knew people who used it. You knew people who used mm-hmm, it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's sort of like the ultimate luxury too. Like it was like definitely a premium service. So it was like before Glam Squad. Before Glam Squad. Yeah. So it was. Yeah. Well, what I didn't know is that the app, Lindsay, what happened to the app? Tell us what happened to the app. It disappeared. <laughs> so you think it's so funny it disappeared i can't stop laughing at this and it, apparently there was like a lawsuit involved like hannah bronfman sued one of the other co-founders for something that i couldn't understand but i guess after the lawsuit the app disappeared maybe they the should app is maybe, gone maybe they should take this legal case to australia get it australian law australian law australian law the the app is gone. But that doesn't mean Hannah Brofman doesn't have a job. Hannah Brofman has so many jobs. She's she an entrepreneur, so she's working job. on other apps. Well, she's she a fitness in a lot of restaurants model. and bars. She's a model, a fitness blogger, and a DJ. Today on Feel Good With Me, Hannah, we're making a chocolate mousse with a secret ingredient, avocado. Anyways, moving on to the next who, whose name is, who's also famous for who they're related to and not for doing anything important. It's Austin Smith. The moment. Swift. The moment I saw you paste in a story about Austin Swift, I was like, well, I know what segment I'm cutting this week. (laughs) No, no. This is is yet another attempt in a long line of attempts over the past like year and a half, two years. Trying to make, Austin Swift, to make Austin Swift happen. Nobody it's wants never gonna Austin happen. Swift to happen. It's never going to happen. He's literally had like it's, two bit roles in two movies in the past two years. And I don't understand why we are getting this now. It's never going to happen. <laughs> I feel like this segment should be five minutes of us going, it's, it's never going to happen. Gonna happen. It's never going to happen. It's never going to happen. It's never going to happen. <laughs> happen okay we can also move on. <laughs> this profile is filled no but also this profile this little mini profile in vanity fair is filled like he's doing he's doing so much Ugh. he's doing so much doing and he's so doing much. these things he's like it's like he's learned from fr- learned from profiles and is trying to behave in a way that he would in a profile that he would have liked to read so it all comes off as very artificial and very forced especially this part listen to this oh, which god killed me So this writer, uh, Josh Duboff and Vanity Fair wrote this profile. And then he says, he is the sort of guy to offer you a copy of a play right out of his bag when you're parting ways. Who is that guy? His quote. I think you'll like this one. I just read it. I'm sorry. I've never met that guy. Austin Swift is not casually pulling out a play. Austin Swift wanted that exact line in his profile. And guess what? He got it. (laughs) Although there's something funny about this piece where like I sort of, it's sort of like there's a wink in here like. Uh, yeah, of I don't course there speak is. for Josh DeBoff, but like this reads as like Josh certainly understands. Of course he does. <laughs> that it's not going to happen for Austin Swift. Josh, um, we know. We know you know that funny. we know that you know that we know. Josh, we know. We know. Josh, we know. And if it's we're wrong, tell us, but like we're probably not wrong. Never um, going to happen. We know you can't say anything. It's, it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. Now you can't cut this segment because it's funny. 
it's not going to happen. And these photos of him, the photos of him, I was just like, not going to happen. You can imagine the photographer Hello? being like, oh, we're not going to happen. Not going to happen. Can you imagine everyone He's on set like, being like, it's not going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> these like Annie Leibovitz light photos. Did you see these? They're yes, insane. Yes. They scream. You know what they, you know what they scream? It's not going to happen. <laughs> like, look at these photos. I know. We need oh to move on because God, it's not going to happen. <laughs> What was she wearing? Where was she seen? She posted what on Instagram? She's the Who Queen. Tens of people want to know all about the number one Who. Lindsay Bobby, tell us now. What's Rita Ora up to? Who is this woman? There's only two things that happened. She, she, she took over. I'm gonna die. This she, is so. She was on no, like, don't you can't you can't no. What? You have to end with this with the second one. She was on no. the cover of hashtag Legend magazine. Obviously, hashtag Legend magazine put Rita on the cover because she is a hashtag Legend. So Lindsay sends me hashtag Legend. I said hashtag Legend mag. Yes, iconic publication. And I said I'm sorry. Are those anchor pasties over her nipples? And she said I don't know. I think it's her bra line. And I said Oh my God, it's her brand, Tenzinus, Tezinus, Tezinus, that bra brand that she's always promoting on Instagram. Yeah, duh. Um, and it's just like Oh wow, she's really good at like integration. Like she's promoting her other brands on this other magazine no one's heard of what i'm saying is what i'm trying to get at in this roundabout way is that it makes sense that you would want rita to be your brand spokesman because she's always endorsing your product oh i love that you found a way to spin rita on the cover of a magazine called hashtag legend into a good thing really you're really finding the silver lining in all the rita news she works overtime in making sure that all of her endorsements get equal weight all of her endorsements get like an, a, a decent amount of time. Um, and I think it's very admirable and it makes sense that you would want Rita to stand for your brand. Well, Bobby, what was she wrong. promoting when she took a wee in a bin <laughs> <laughs> at the Radio One Fest? I'm asking you, what do you think that she was promoting? You know what she wasn't promoting? She was that like promoting that, the like, shiwi. The, the shiwi. <laughs> no, but that wasn't hers. It was like some other thing. What was hers? I forget. Hers had a different name or something. Rita Ora. The Rita Ora's PP thing. Urinal. Anyways, let me read the story. It's it says, called... Speaking on his Friday no, afternoon breakfast show. she had show. the shiwi. Really? Was hers she was shiwi? Oh, no, but she abandoned the idea. She meant <laughs> she meant to create it for festivals, but then she abandoned the idea. Her app disappeared. She called it her worst business idea. Her worst business idea? Okay. Wait, let me just read this from this metroco.uk piece. Speaking on his Friday breakfast show, Nick recalled not only did she squat over... Nick Nick loves to talk shit about Rita, I gotta say. Grimmy hates Rita. He does not like Rita. (laughs) Right? Come on. I mean, I... That's what it seems like, yeah. Let's just say, okay, he said, she has this dressing room and I did want to go say hi to her. Sure you did, Nick. It's chaotic and she really did, she really needed a wee, but she didn't want anyone to see her hair or anyone to see her outfit. So she want, she wanted to reveal it all on stage. So Rita decided the best thing to do was take a wee in the bin in the dressing room and it's like a classic bin and her hair was down to her waist. Okay, wow. There are so many rude layers here too. Rita, like took a piss in a bin so nobody would see her look her look is literally a red skirt and a white top 
She's wearing wild extensions. Two people had to hold her hair extensions while she pissed. God, this really paints a picture of Rita Ora, doesn't it? A good one, I think. I just like, and she just took a wee whilst talking to me. As, and it was as if everyone there was like, this is what happens. She just wees in a bin. She's naked. Her hair is too long, so two people have to hold it while she takes a piss in a bin in a dressing room while talking to Nick Grimshaw. I mean, God. I don't know what to say. It, she's the most Rita who's Rita who Rita has ever readed. Um, let's end. Let's end this episode. Thank you to Katie and Eric <laughs> at the Who's um, for providing our wonderful Rita theme song. Thank you to who else? all of you guys for listening i don't know thanks to everyone for rating and reviewing us on itunes thank you to everyone who's enjoying hashtag flame friday oh, i love flame oh, friday God. um and i guess that might be it right thanks yeah. to everyone for putting thanks, up with us everyone for missing last week's episode because of memorial day we didn't think we would but guess what we did our bad um and then that's it thank you to everyone we love you bye. so much bye you will drain us. Can you imagine everyone on He's set like, being like, it's not gonna happen? <laughs> that was a headgum podcast.